Hey, Dr. Mike here. Cardio versus strength training. Which one is best for you? You might be surprised. Stay tuned to find out why. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm, of course, I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Crystal Gossert. And today we're talking about strength training versus cardio. It's a big debate. It's been going on for a long, long time. And so we would thought we would lay some things out for you that would that would help you to make a better decision of of what's right for you. But but listen, at the end of the day, first of all. Let's don't don't get don't get so bogged down in the debate that you don't do anything. Right, right, right. Come on. I mean, it's true, Doctor Mike. It's get out and do something. <laughs> I mean, physical activity is one of the most important parts of healthy aging. There's no doubt about that. Doctor Crystal and I are firm believers in lean muscle mass at a high level throughout your entire life. That is, that's probably one of the most important things you can do and maintain to live forever. That's right. Don't you think? Yeah. So, all right. So let's get down into this. Um, like, where? What do you think? Um, where do most people in general fall in this debate? What do you think? Most people focus on cardio. I, I saw it day in and day out um, and at the gym. You know, they they if they're wanting to start getting moving, they, then they're going to go out and, and go for a walk. And, you know, they may start some aerobics. You know, they yeah, may yeah. join some fitness classes and they have all sorts of, of aerobic classes. And even in, in some of the gyms that have the, the group fitness schedules, there are always less people in the strength training classes because, you know, they do the group fitness where they yeah, yeah. provide weights to everyone. No one's in those classes. They're all in the, the shaking, the moving and grooving classes. <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's kind of all over the place. I, you know, I, I mean, if, if you look at me, it, it, like consider me your average guy who knows it's important to, to stay healthy. I, there's times in my life I was all about the gym and doing free weights. And then there were times in my life where I hated free weights and I was all about outside jogging. And then I hated jogging. And then I went back into the gym and I started doing more of the machines and circuit training. I mean, I've done it all. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Mike, I think you're right um, in the fact that most people if they're going to focus on one or the other, they it's only that one thing. They never really combine them. So if you are all about weight training, that's all most people will do. Yeah. Um, and they may, you know, get on the treadmill for about 10 minutes to warm up. But that's, yeah, that's about extent. it. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, what about now? It's funny because we the debate has always been centered around the idea of cardio versus strength. What gives the best longevity benefits? What is the best for looking good? What's the best for weight loss? Blah, 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 blah. But it's not, there's more types of exercise and training, isn't there, than just cardio and strength? There are. There are two that people never, I mean, you occasionally hear people talk about it, but there are actually four types of exercise that people should incorporate to improve their health. And, uh, and those four are endurance, also known as aerobics. We know that strength. We talked about that, but, um, in addition to those balance, very important flexibility. Yeah. I like that. 
Now, Dr. Mike, I've heard you talk about balance more than well, anyone else. Yeah, well, because I saw it in my clinical practice. Um, definitely when patients start getting in the, the, that the upper 60s into the 70s, there's a change in what we call gait, how they walk a little bit. Uh, their legs kind of are, are separated a little bit more and, 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 they do, and, and they do more of a shuffle. And that's because they've lost um, strength in their legs. They've lost balance. So the, the legs being, being out more and shuffling makes them feel like they're balanced better. Mm. And that's how, that's a common walk. I see it all the time here in South Florida. Just go to the parks and you see some of our older residents. We love them, but that's how they walk. They're, it's more of a shuffle. Mm-hmm. And that's a balance issue when you see that. So I, I'm a big proponent of balance balls, balance sticks. There's different ways of doing it, but working on balance for the older adults is, I think, extremely important. And then what goes along with that, and I love that you have it here, is flexibility. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And that that flexibility, I always think about when you're in the car and you are trying to back out of the driveway. You need to be able, I know they have all the fancy cameras and everything like that, but you, sometimes you need to be able to turn around yeah, and look yeah. behind you. Yeah. And if that hurts to do that, like, oh, what was that? Well, my back just cracked. That's probably not good flexibility, right? Right. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or it's, it's that noise that we make, you know, it's that like trying to tie your shoelace because you're not, you're not flexible and you make that, Ugh! noise that people do. Exactly. And that's the one part, um, even if you are focusing on aerobic or strength training, I find that people rarely stretch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I can tell you right now, when I was younger in the gym doing the strength training, um, you know, my group core guys that we would work out together, the only stretching we might do sometimes would be like some tricep and bicep things to loosen them Mm -hmm. up. Before you did arm day, but that, no, that was it. We didn't really yeah. understand that. Yeah. I used to, we used to laugh at those people. Cause even though the, the people that were in there and they would have all these big muscles, we would call them the swollen stiff crew. They're like, <laughs> like, well, like the guys that can't, like they can't even put their arms straight down, you know? <laughs> yeah. So let's do this, Dr. Crystal. Uh, you know, you've listed it out really nicely. Each, each type of exercise, um, why don't we do this? Let's look at endurance and talk about the best thing about endurance, right? What, what's the best benefit we're getting? And then we can go through the rest of them, you know, strength, balance, and flexibility. So with endurance, like I think most people already know endurance connected to a healthy heart. Tell us a little bit more about uh, that benefit though, to the, like my cardiovascular health, et cetera. Yeah. So the endurance is really going to help you with everyday activities. So it's it's going to help you if you're going to a theme park, if you are uh, have to take the stairs for any particular reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to help you just to kind of get around and move around without being out of breath. Uh, we know that endurance exercise, you know, this is the exercise where you're heart rate's increasing, your breath is increasing, and you're actually improving blood flow. Uh, You can improve what we call that collateral and Dr. Mike. Circulation. Collateral collateral. circulation. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's important. That that collateral circulation is why many people survive heart attacks and stuff like that. Right. And that's basically you're, you're creating new highways for blood flow. So, and so if you do have one area where 
The highway is kind of blocked off due to traffic, AKA cholesterol and plaque. Yeah. <laughs> you want that blood to be able to flow in a different direction to still nourish the heart. And so we find that cardio helps with that. Now there's a lot of um, talk about different levels of intensity here with endurance, right? Like, um, you know, I, I read, I read a, a book or something, a blog. It was really interesting where this, this fitness trader was talking about, you know, when you're getting ready to jog, for instance, you know, maybe it's 10 minutes of a light jog and then it's three to four minutes of a really hard, intense jog. And then, it, then you calm it back down for 10 more minutes and you follow that kind of pattern. What do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about kind of mixing in different intensity levels in a, in, in one exercise time period? Yes. The, uh, the research shows that that is a great approach you can achieve the same cardiovascular benefits in a shorter duration when you're doing that interval training. That's what that's what that's called. But it's not necessary. Uh, really, when you start looking at the different intensities, that is sometimes helping to guide you for how long you should be working right. out. Meaning, if if you are working out moderate intensity then that would equate to about 150 to about 300 minutes per week. But if you are out in really high intensity uh, for your workouts, then you don't have to work out quite as long. So then that time would decrease to about 75 to about 150 minutes per week if your exercise is vigorous. Right. That makes sense. Now, by the way, um, you know, if you haven't, if you haven't done anything in a while, if you've been sitting on the couch during the what people call the COVID years, and that's more and more of us are kind of fall into that category. Date, start by walking. Get some walking shorts, some walking shoes, your favorite t-shirt, and just walk. Walk for 20 minutes first, and then increase it to 30 as you can. And for just little by little, believe it or not, just walking has benefit. I agree, Dr. Mike. And, and that way you can slowly get your body back into the groove. It, it helps you to kind of slowly develop those beneficial habits. And you're less likely to be super sore the next day if right, you don't right. overdo it. So then you're more likely to, to perform the exercise the next right. day. Very good. So that's endurance training there. Let's talk about strength training. Um, you know, but basically this is this is building muscle, you know, or, or increasing lean muscle mass. Um, you know, you don't have to be a bodybuilder, right, to do strength training. It's really just more focused on muscle metabolism, muscle size, uh, muscle flexibility, right? That's kind of how I see strength training. Yes. And I always think about how does this relate to everyday activities? If you are in a seated position, you're sitting on the couch, you need your muscles to be strong to help you get up from the chair, to help you to carry your groceries from, well, you'll have the, the shopping cart from the grocery store to the car. <laughs> but, but from your car to your house, it's, it's a lot sometimes. Yes. Uh, so you need- and, to and everybody tries, isn't it funny that everybody, everybody tries to bring every single bag in one one trip, you know, you're got, you see people walking with 20 bags and you know, trying to open so the door. True. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the, the strength training will help you with those 
everyday activities. Um, core training is also very important, especially for back health. Um, yeah. the, these are the muscles that support your lower back. They help you stand. They provide stability. Yeah, um, we could. I think we could make the argument, you know, Dr. Crystal, because in, in our show, you know, we talk about living forever-ish, right? And for us, we've, our, we've always said part of that is staying strong. Yes. Right throughout throughout your your life, one one of the biggest things we believe living forever ish is no matter how old you are is you can lift your own weight, you can you can push yourself up off that chair right mm -hmm. that's living forever ish um, and I think I, at least I could make the argument that more important than your biceps triceps whatever chest muscles although people like that because that's what people see it's your core muscles. I agree, Dr. Those are the ones linked, I think, to living foreverish more than anything else. Yeah. So some exercises. Um, bridge is a nice, easy one um, where you lie on your back, your knees are bent, and then you lift your buttocks off yeah. the floor. The bridge is great. Planks are a little bit harder, but those Planks are, are tough. Planks are they, tough. They're, they're tough, uh, but they can really help with the core uh, opposite arm leg raises. So really just knee raises yeah. that is helping to support the core. And, it, um, and, it, and like endurance start, if you haven't done this in a while or ever go slow, right? No, this isn't, you're not, you're not running a sprint here, right? This is, you're doing this for living forever ish. This is longer, good, strong years added yes. to your life. And so planking is great. If you can get good, get good at planking, go for it. But you don't have to be like those plankers who can sit there for five minutes at first, right? You won't, no I, you won't, well, you won't be able to do it. I promise you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I no know. <laughs> but so you, yes. so you do it for five seconds. That's it, really. Yeah. You do what you can uh, or maybe start with bridges. You know, crunches and sit-ups, those are sometimes very challenging. You're, you may be more likely to suffer an injury, strain your I'm neck. Not a, I'm not a big um, sit-up crunching person. I don't, I don't think they do as much as people think. I think you get a lot more core in the bridges and planks. Yes. Um, and so with muscle strengthening exercises, you want to, to perform those two or more days a week. Yeah. So you That's add perfect. that into the cardio. Right. So you're, you're walking. You know, so again, if you're just getting started, you know, maybe you're walking 20 minutes, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday could be, you start with a bridge or a plank here and there. Um, it does, you know, your first, initially your workouts won't be long and that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can build that. You can build that over time. Let's talk about balance. And this is a, this is a big one. Um, so, so many older Americans, um, you know, listen, they fall, they break a long bone and there's mortality associated to that fracture, right? We don't, it's very serious to be able to keep your balance. Um, now, listen, you're not going to, you're never going to maintain your balance. Like when you were 15, 16, 7, 18, you could almost <laughs> do any dance movie or whatever that, I mean, there, you have to accept some, some things in life, right? Right. Mm -hmm. and there is a natural loss of balance in general. Nerves aren't firing as well. Muscle injuries from the power. Right? It could be a whole host of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but keeping your balance, um, clinically speaking, is important. If I ever see a patient really having a hard time with balance, that scares me. And we got to work on that um, 
right away. So what what do you like? What what have you seen that you think works best for that? I love the balance walk. I used to do that with my clients when I was a personal trainer. And this balance walk, it, it I think about it as the duck walk. So you basically <laughs> yes. you're walking, you kind of bring your knees up and stretch your leg out and put it down. And then you yep. bring yep. the the other knee up, leg out. And, and so that is your your balance walk. And you would be surprised the people who um, like initially aren't able to do it on their own. I kind of have to help to stabilize them. Yeah, yeah. And then the more you do it, the better you get. Yeah. So, you know, try doing at least 20 of those walks. Um, and that can be helpful. The heel toe walk. So this is kind of the sobriety yeah. test. <laughs> <laughs> and well, there's a reason they do that for sobriety testing because it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great indication of balance. And if there's something wrong with balance and in those cases, alcohol, not necessarily yes. age, right. um, the bat, I like uh, standing from a seated position is always good. Mm -hmm. um, we used to do what's called the balance ball. And um, what you do um, is you just have people sit on a ball, um, you know, feet are flat, mm -hmm. right. Arms are down and there's the ball has na some natural movement in it. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of forces you, you you've done this before, right? Yes. You, you've had your office ball. Yes. And you when you're sitting on it, and you can attest to this, you, you're never perfectly still. Right. There's, there's always this little type of, you know, your toes have to kick in, your heel has to kick in. Mm -hmm. you're, you have to, maybe you put your hands out a little bit. That That's great balance work for older people. Very true, Dr. Mike. That's a good point. Flexibility. Let's talk about that. Boy, this is one I've always struggled with. Oh, well, and you know, it's, I've never had a problem with flexibility until, uh, until recently uh, because of lack of movement, but it's <laughs> <laughs> confession time the podcast. <laughs> um, but you know, some people, it's almost like maybe they, their muscles just aren't made for the flexibility. Um, but you, that is something that you can work on. I can remember when I was younger, I would just sit and I would work on my splits and my mom would have me sit with my, uh, with my bottom to the wall and just kind of stretch my legs out and just sit there for like five minutes yeah. to try to get into the splits. I agree. You, you can, no matter. So I say I've always had trouble with it. It's simply because I've never been consistent working on it. Mm -hmm. Right it, it, now, I will tell you, I do think different muscle types and stuff. Um, I'm always, you know me, I'm short. I'm full of energy. I'm the sprinter. I'm not the long distance person. Mm -hmm. I'm never mm -hmm. going to be that. That so my muscles naturally probably are a little shorter. Right. My fibers are a little shorter versus somebody who's taller and can naturally run miles. You know, so so I do think there are some muscle genetic things going on there. Yes. But, but regardless of where you're at with time, um, you can become more flexible because I have over my life. Well, I'll have to yeah. tell you a great strategy. And it's something that uh, my husband's doing now. Um, there are places now you can go and they will stretch you. He goes twice a week and he there's a, a professional stretcher. And uh, it's kind of an interesting that. little thing. They kind of strap you down certain parts of the body. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, but yes. And he goes through a full 
stretch session twice a week, and he said that it has improved his lower back pain. I bet, um, no, I don't doubt any of that. I, I don't, I think that's great. I, it's even something I might be interested. You know, I think yoga is good here too. Simple yoga, yes. stretching, you know, yoga, mm-hmm. yoga naturally has stretching involved, right? Yes. In, in the poses. It's not, it's not like you have to stretch and then do yoga. You just do yoga and you're stretching. That is very true. Plus, yeah. you know, some deep breathing and strength training. Yoga is a great strategy. I, I tell you. I've, I've done yoga a few times here and there throughout my life, and my body does not like it. <laughs> well, it's, yoga is one of those things where you have to start slow. It's it's the same oof. thing you're talking about, Dr. Mike. Some of the classes are really intense, and um, and so just you got to be careful. You got to go. I, I always laugh too, even with some of the the easier poses. You you look at somebody who's you know obviously you know been doing it for a long time. And they're in some pose and you look at them, you're thinking that pose doesn't look that hard. I mean, there's some that do, but like there's some that look simple. So you're like, let me try that. And like you get in that pose and I'm good for like 10 seconds. And then all of a sudden yeah. my knee is shaking, my arm's mm-hmm. shaking. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, my whole body starts to shake. You know, it's like, it's not a pretty picture. <laughs> yes, that, that that's fun. But you you keep at it and you can be like that that other person. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it takes time, but that's, and again, I, and I like the fact that it's not um, getting back into shape, you know, whether it's endurance, whether it's strength, whether it's uh, balance and flexibility, you guys, it's not immediate. It's, you know, we got it. We got to just stop thinking everything in life needs to have immediate results. And um, because it, even, even those things that do have immediate results, usually what that means is you pretty immediately stop doing it. That's so it's true. almost better to have these things where it takes time and it takes some commitment and you see progress little by little. Um, that's, I just think a better mindset for life overall. I agree, you know? Dr. Mike. And this you know, a fun. lot of what we're talking about, just, you know, I know we're kind of closing out here, but the guidelines for older individuals, 65 or older, they're actually the same as for um, activities for younger adults. Yeah. You just have to kind of, you know, work with your doctor, identify your personal limitations um, and and then try to um, adjust as needed. Yeah, that's interesting that whether you're 65 or you're 25, it's the same basic recommendations for being active, right? Yes. All right. That was great. I, I appreciate those guidelines. That's really awesome, Dr. Crystal. This was great information. Hopefully we help some people maybe you know, get back, get back, get off that COVID couch and um, put some walking shorts on, right? It's time. You guys, it's time. Let's get out there. Let's, let's breathe a little bit and build, build up our endurance and our strength and our balance and flexibility little by little over time. We all know it's important. We all know we're going to feel much better when we do it. That's right. At the end of the day. Hey, a lot of other podcasts at liveforeverish.com. You can download, like, share, comment, and subscribe so you never miss a show. We post um, the main show on Monday, and then there's a recap of that show on Wednesday. Uh, So check that out at liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.